What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed, and you're listening to Stan, Roe, and Camus on the SGP Podcast. Shut up, Camus! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and Raf Camus recording a little earlier than we're normally used to in the Balai. And I'm kind of happy about sunlight that. There's sunlight out. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, there's sunlight out. We haven't done this in quite a bit Jeez. since Ro got his uh, latest gig. Oh, man. But uh, uh, I was able to slip away early this afternoon. Slip away. Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> it would have been uh, earlier, Clock too, if you were free. Out earlier. Okay. If you were freer. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't expect the man that we would be available in the afternoon. I did not expect it either. Yeah, so my bad. I I, I think no, every sorry. Thursday I should bring the mic in the car from now on. Para pag may exam. Oh, game na. See, I'm just going to drive from wherever the hell I'm coming from. Pwede, pwede. I'm probably going to do that moving forward so that's uh, that's uh, for how for how, for the for, sure, the remainder, for the remainder of this stretch before Mania yeah, excursion yeah. Uh, so they've been announcing it all over social media like 35 days 28 days till Mania I, I've stopped counting because I'm uh, my flight is in a couple weeks so I'm uh, my internal clock is like ticking really fast uh, how, that how about your very bank wrong. account? How about your internal bank account? Uh, it's also bleeding very, very fast. So, huh? yeah. Still yeah, bleeding? Still bleeding because Mr. S- Mr. Stanley C over here has picked up tickets to Hamilton as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's still Jeez. bleeding. Jeez. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, I, I made sure lang na I, I would keep myself busy for the time that I'm there. So I'm beginning to contact some people, people we know, people that you may not know then. Uh, Ryan Sangalia, how are you doing? We're in the area. So it should be a very eventful uh, stay in the U.S. So I trust you guys can, can you know, hold the fort while I'm away. All right. Anyway, uh, so we... Via internet. We could have mind. Okay, lang, but I don't know. Um, I, I'd rather not hassle you guys with the time difference and all that. Oh, you mean with all of... Oh, I, Speaking I... of time difference. Oh. That's just something to consider for future. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait you know what? Oh. No, You know that thing that I told you guys about? What? The secret podcast guest that we oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, secret okay. at all. What about the secret podcast that we're totally talking about on the podcast? No, it's just the, the future guesting of a legendary legend of the industry <laughs> okay. who is responsible for much of the interesting things that have happened all right, Anna. in the past yes, so out 15 with years. It. Yes, can we get to the you point? Might, you might be able to get... With him while he's there in the area. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've I've seen this uh, this superstar be announced for WrestleCon. So um, I was actually surprised since, since we're talking about WrestleCon. Uh, Renee Young and Corey Graves are scheduled for WrestleCon. Maybe because they're, I don't know how that is. Maybe because they're planted there by WWE as spies, corporate <laughs> spies. Hey, there are a lot of guys that are still in the WWE payroll in some form or fashion that are going to be there. Yeah, I know that the Hurricanes there. Abyss canceled his booking. Uh, it's weird. But why though? Because hurricane. because he can't be abyss anymore. Okay, but he can't. But the hurricane's there. Yeah, the hurricane's, the hurricane's, the hurricane's, the hurricane's WWE trademark. That's true. Also, no, no, it's not. He he's he working ROH. Oh yeah, yeah. Nico gets. I I really don't understand. I, I don't know. Well, well wait, this is a conundrum. Oh, yeah. So yeah, who owns the rights to abyss? If if you, if you guys DNA. ever impact, DNA. impact, yeah, impact still impact. owns that. If you guys ever book a trip That's to WrestleCon, uh, you know I, I just want—I just want to let everyone know if you want to meet Renee Young, it's twenty-five dollars a pop. So, <laughs> wow, a pop. wow, that sounds so terrible. Though. Oh, well, you know, a, a photo so or a, an autograph. Right, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. Anyway, uh, we got some. Uh, got some, uh, we actually have a so lot much of talk about. news. 
Yeah, uh, lots to talk about for this week. Let's Jesus start off with Christ. a couple of PWR announcements that really got some traction on social media. And are still getting traction because it was announced today. Yeah, it was announced today that legendary Joshi, uh, Joshi wrestler Emi Sakura is going to be uh, wrestling at Path of Gold on the 17th. And before that, we also found out that DDT star Masa Takanishi is going to be performing at Path of Gold as well. Okay, uh, is it Takanashi or Takanishi? Takanashi. Okay, Takanashi. Yeah, I, I knew I probably got that wrong. Okay, okay. so... But you're trying. Yeah, you're I'm, trying. Trying. I'm trying. I'm trying because there are people on social oh, yeah. media That's true. who aren't even trying at all. Oh, yeah. And this is our biggest issue because, um, you know, th- these guys, these, uh, these stars, these uh, wrestlers don't spend all of that time honing their craft only to be called uh, bootleg Nakamura. Or which he is Asuka. not. Which he is not because there is a bootleg Nakamura in DDT. <laughs> Chinsuke Nakamura oh, right. is a thing. So if he was coming over, that's fair fight. game. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, Masasan is one of those guys that if you've paid attention to DDT, when they're serious, when they're serious, like outside of all of the kalokohan that they pull, DDT can be a very serious wrestling outfit. And Masasan is one of those guys that. Falls into that category of he can do comedic, but when he does his technical stuff, my god! I have seen his match with Andrew Tan. Uh, my god! Uh, at SPW, I think that last was year last or twenty seventeen. Yeah, no, no, Late? it was August. I August think. last year. Some, some, or, or around yeah. that time. Around so that last time. year. Yeah, it was a one hell of a match. Because that man, that man is not. He is no slouch, huh? but he is also okay. If the match with Andrew Tan is pretty good, but. Masa-san's like level is a cup many many steps higher than Andrew Tang for those of you who saw Andrew Tang in that 6 way that he had against basically a lot of people P- here PWR OGs he's no slouch Masa is like 2-3 steps higher than him with infinitely more experience under his belt here's a big talking point what does it say about the Filipino wrestling audience that we post a pub mat on the PWR page announcing Masa Takanashi, announcing Emi Sakura, and uh, the comments are, Uy, si Nakamura! Uy, si Asuka! All I'm gonna say is, it speaks a lot about what kind of fan they are. Quote-unquote fan. It means that you're not watching. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to know. That goes without saying. Because if you're... uh, Okay, first of all, if your gripe against PWR was that it wasn't legit enough, or it was... uh, a little too backyardy for your taste because there wasn't enough of a pedigree in the in the country. Here you go. This was the answer. I think Here you go, guys. Uh, as well as the other imports that we've had over the years, and then now that you have this, now that your main gripe with it is they're not names you recognize. Uh, it just goes to show that you're highly uneducated about what you really want in your wrestling. There's a there's a quote that Mike Quackenbush put out in in one of his talks, one of his TED style talks, where it's like, if if you call yourself a a wrestling fan and all you've ever seen your entire life is WWE, you're a WWE fan. You're not a wrestling fan. Wait, wait, wait no, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Th- and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. No, but you're also but a wrestling fan. You're still you're still a wrestling fan. But if you have never exposed yourself to these their body of works and their body of work, works? bodies of work, bodies, bodies of work, bodies of work, and you will compare them to their lookalikes. Mm. Then you're discrediting all of the hard work oh, that oh, these yeah. guys have put in, that's and that's true. where I was going. And with. Also, again, that goes without saying, because we don't, we shouldn't have to explain 
that uh, just because they're not from the WWE doesn't mean they're not legitimate. They're not talented. Oh. Because or they're not worth seeing, even. Because Masa is is one of DDT's most decorated champions. He has held almost every belt. I think, with the exception of the the jobber belt that they have. <laughs> I don't mean jobber belts. They, the have, they have a heavyweight. Because no, he's no, no, no. not a jobber. No, belt. that's not the jobber. Comedy belt. belt. That's the comedy belt. There's <laughs> okay. there's one belt that it's like if you're on the pre-show forever. Yeah. That's that's the one that they give you. You you never make it, and then when you finally lose it, uh-huh. that means you're getting called. You're out. getting called. Out. <laughs> yes, this is DDT for you guys. That's they have hilarious. belts like that. That's hilarious. And again, uh, it, also it goes without saying, <laughs> instead of. You know, uh, trashing or making fun of these guys at PWR is doing their best to bring in and making their connections all over the world to you know le- elevate the level of local competition. Uh, why not be happy and be fortunate that you know we're getting something new? Why not throw your money at at us? Yeah, literally, literally at us. Well, that is because the, that is the crude way to say it. Because we've we made the same case for MWF when they first brought in Hoholu. Yeah. And Eurasian Dragon. Mm. We said these are guys that are not that far out of our circles. These are guys that you might know that fall within the same ASEAN scene. Mm. Technically, Hong Kong is somewhere there. And we said, we've always said that if you want to watch good international wrestling, we're becoming that. The Philippine scene is becoming that. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Uh, I'm going to dig a little bit deeper here and say that it says a lot about how. Uh, you know, racism is still very much. Oh yes. Oh yes. A part of our culture, and you know, I, I say this for the worse. On one hand, when other countries go out and make a Filipino joke about how uh, Pinoys are seen as the domestic helpers oh, of the world, so or the Pinoys, you know, so but heard about this, we're, we're the first people to say, "Oh, that person should be a persona non grata in the Republic of the Philippines." That's true. But the moment that we see someone. Uh, Vaguely looks like another Japanese superstar, kaya hindi naman talaga magkamuka. Hindi Oy, talaga. Kamuka ni Nakamura, kamuka ni Asuka. It's just the haircut, guys. Yeah, so I don't even see how Emi Sakura looks like Asuka. She no, doesn't. she doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, it it uh, it really says a lot about how um, we get on our soapbox, get on our high horse, pero uh, tayo mismo hindi naman tayo mga santo. So um, can can we please get rid of that? Can you please well, to get be rid fair, of that racist no, attitude? If you are here listening to the SGP podcast right now, if you're here at you're this moment, you're probably not one of those. Yes, guys. exactly. That's right. You you know better. You have come here because you have wanted something to uh, to help enlighten you about the world of wrestling. But then again, it's also I, I guess it's also your unspoken responsibility to spread that on, to pass that on, because like. You know, I I believe. Yeah, yeah, it, I'm not gonna no. speak for you two, but I believe that if if you're enlightened, you might as well do your part to enlighten everyone else. No, 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 no. Sure, sure. I'm I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying that uh, whoever is listening to us right now, we're kind of preaching to the choir. Okay, okay, fine. I'll I'll uh, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> okay. So we we trust in you, dear listener. <laughs> we trust the you. The power is we, yours. We are rooting for you. All right, and and with that, we get off our pulpits. Yeah. Oh wait, let me just. Very quickly, the Emi Sakura, Emi Sakura is because I I, I spoke about mm. about Masa-san. Masa, yeah. yeah, yeah. Emi Sakura is one of those. She has fought everyone that there is to know. So you actually need Tita Meiko, Yes, she actually she and Meiko actually wrestled in the Resistance Gallery where our friends. The, Lu- the London Lucha League. London Lucha League, who we have international connections, international connections galore. Have produced shows for them, and they—I believe—they co-main evented that show that they were 
in London. All right. And that's one of the few clips that we've put that um, the PWR media team has put out so that you can see what Emi Sakura looks like in the ring. And at the same time, if you've never heard her theme song, it's straight fire. That should be a theme song Tuesday, actually. All right, uh, let's, let's get on that. Let's yeah, get yeah on we'll, that. we'll get on that. I just don't here. know where her theme also, is. Also, uh, follow her on Instagram because she does this awesome series, this hilarious series of oh, videos. Oh, the Chop series. The Chop series, where she gets people, she gets wrestlers from around the world, wherever she goes, wherever she works, to chop her on video. Wow. No, no, no. no, no, no. Actually, you, you would think that that's what happened. Yeah, because you told me that, you need to put Shay Monk to chop. I would have let her chop me as well. But since she is the one getting chopped, I would also like to be part of her chop series. <laughs> yes, Perpetual Young Boy. All right. Yeah, Romeo Moran. But okay. I, I will say this also. Masa mm. um, san has Vlad Zinsik for the show. That oh, yes. much has been announced. Emi Sakura doesn't have an opponent yet. As of, as of recording, we do not know. Mm. Could we see her in the Path of Gold match? Mm. And you know, she is based, she does work a lot with Gato Move in Thailand. Yeah, she is pretty she much is, the founder. She is, she is pretty much the founder. And it's not too much of a stretch to see her have an extended stint in the area. All right. Just so you guys can speculate further. Thank you for teasing, Camus. Okay, so, uh, let's stick to the women here and let's talk about Ronda Rousey, who turned heel finally on Raw this week. <gasps> oh, boy! And this <gasps> is coming off of the Twitter exchange she's had with Becky Lynch for the past few months. And but it escalated yeah, so. Yeah, so... So news has it that that little <laughs> exchange where... Uh, Becky calls her husband a dick. Uh, Peak Rebecca, wrestling Twitter. <laughs> Becky called. I don't know. Ronda called Becky Rebecca Quinn. Her real name mm-hmm. is actually for real. For real. It's for real. Unscript- for real. It's, it's not. It's not just unscripted. Ronda, it's does, shoot, motherfuckers. Run, run, that's what shoot. That's what shoot means. No, no, it wasn't. That's what unscripted means. No, it wasn't them in character not taking direction that's from what WWE. Unscripted means. Gamos, why are we being redundant again? Uh, anyway, so uh, Ron, Ronnie done worked herself into a shoot, it seems. And Ronnie attended UFC. What was it? Two, three, five. Where two, two something. No, no, whatever. No, no, Becky did. Becky, Becky, with the, Becky with, with the, a shirt that says. I'm owning Ronnie. What, what was it? I own Ronnie. I own Ronnie. <laughs> so good. Right, so so, so, so Ron is now a heel. Um, it it's been pretty weird in progression and character yeah, because one minute she's uh saying now please reinstate Becky Lynch. Oh, let me lay down the women's championship. The next minute she's gonna go on a basically on a little bitch fit in the middle of the ring, uh, calling everyone inside out. Honestly, uh, this whole thing has been a mess ever since they pulled Becky out. I mean, it was going fine the moment they did it, but then. Afterwards, it was really shaky. And then now, I think that turning Ronda heel, especially after her Twitter meltdown, was the best thing to do to save her. Because at this point, no one was cheering for Ronda, especially with her weak Twitter game. Uh, her shamefully weak. Even her yeah, weak yeah. promo game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No one was cheering for her. So parang, at this point, they did what they could not do to Roman Reigns. And and saved her and get it through, through her bone. I think in a way they will have they should have learned that in from the Roman Reigns. What do you think they did? Debacle, <laughs> deba. Yeah. Um. I mean, which is to say, na which is not to say, na Roman Reigns is still in that spot. Like Roman Reigns is pretty much one of the biggest baby faces now. Thanks, especially Lukimia. after all. Especially after all this week. Especially after leukemia did the job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, going back to Ronda Rousey, you're right. I agree that this is the best thing they could have done for her since um, it's Becky against the world. 
And the best thing is to literally make the world, I say this with air quotes, the ultimate heel against uh, Becky. Well, These are be, all the odds she has to, be to, fair, to, to, to man, topple she, down. Be, sorry, Becky does a good job of making the world uh, the antagonist. Mm-hmm. And making herself like the protagonist. Yeah, um, if only they can uh, move past the injury angle. Because uh, for me, that's the silliest so, part. So, what is the deal? Is it is is it is is there a real injury or? So, okay, the news I'm seeing is that Yeah, yeah. So, what Feeling ko wala talaga. Otherwise, why would they book the match? <sighs> yeah, I know that's true. And so at the same here's time, the story. Like yeah. I, I, I was breaking it down with uh, with Ricky Publico right before he published his SmackDown review. I was telling him that um, the injury in a vacuum should make it compelling in the sense that uh, Becky knows that Char- she has Charlotte's number. All right. Charlotte acknowledges it then. That's why Charlotte does nothing when Ronda goes after Becky's leg. Uh-huh. Right? So in, in Charlotte's mind, this is the only equalizer para at least she has momentum heading into fast lane. And, and fast, right. fast lane first. Yeah, and fast lane the, first. And then Mania... Probably. Yeah, yeah. So, so Ricky was arguing uh, while we were editing his work. Ricky was arguing that this isn't a compelling angle at all, and I, and I tell him that it really is not. It it really is not, but it could be if you look at it from the lens that uh, this is the one thing that uh, Charlotte can use as her ace against Becky. But they're not presenting it that way. They're not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's there. It's there if you choose to read into it this way. Nah, uh, Pete Becky can beat Charlotte any day of the week, which we've already seen. But so, the weekend, Becky. Yeah, if you can work yourself into that work. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So, um, All it I, takes is one promo package. No, 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 I'm just taking... Uh, this is taking me back to one of our very first arguments on the podcast, like in year one, which is, why do we always have to connect the dots ourselves? Mm. I mean, these are parts why of the are story we so that hard-working? are presented. Yeah, um, why are we hard-working? Yeah, yeah. At the writing team. I've made it compelling for myself. I'm not sure that the average fan can. Then you f- then you feel disappointed when it doesn't happen the way you turn it. Yeah, the way you want it to turn out. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, lang. Um, I'm I'm still excited for for Becky in the main event of Mania, obviously, and we all know where it's gonna go. It's just that I wish that the journey there was more obviously compelling, more fulfilling even. Apparently, you they could cut you a break somewhere, right? But let's see. I mean, fastly. Last night is this weekend, no? Yeah, yeah, it is. Last it is, is Monday, Manila time. Monday, Manila time. Oof. Which right. means predictions. Oh yeah, yeah, we can do predictions uh, towards the end, I guess. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the Shield reunion then, because oh, they boy. will be reuniting <gasps> in the ring against three lane. guys. Against who? Uh, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, oh, and Bobby Lashley. The lackeys. Yes. The the, the big hoss boys. Yeah, uh, I don't like the idea of the big hoss boys getting together because it's a rehash of the Dogs of War, was it? Yes. Yeah, the Dogs of War from late last year. Without Ziggler. Yeah, yeah without uh, Ziggler. and without Braun. Hmm. So, it's not hardworking at all. So, I, I don't like it. The reunion, naman, we, we kind of saw it in the cards. Uh, there was no way Dean was going to say no. Hmm. Especially after Roman makes that babyface comeback. Well, it was just a mess after, it, yeah, you know, it's after, still so messy. after the end of last year. Yeah, yeah man. Um, I'm. I, I guess I'm just counting my blessings, and I'll say I'm happy we get to have another shield run. <laughs> the how many of shield run for the? Uh, I think it's the fourth or the fifth. Because okay, uh, you think about it. I this feel way. sad for Dean though. Why? Because he was wasted. In the, the last heel turn was such a waste. It, this literally wastes that heel turn. What did he want it to do? Well, no, I don't know. Because it was already wasted when he said he wasn't gonna sign. When he wasn't. When he. When he said no, he could have left it at that. Yeah. You could have left it at that and then say, one last time, Oh, by bro. the way, by the way, there's a theory. There. Uh, That's what I was going to get uh, to. But go, 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 go. There's a theory that Dean really isn't going, like, from the beginning, Talaga. 
mm-hmm. that, that they, this is all a work. This is all a work to you know what drum up interest. Yeah, yeah, to drum up interest to, to make him interesting again. Mm. But the thing is, now so why, would, have why would you why would you why would you announce the fact that he isn't signing or re-signing well ahead of the the expiry? But at the same time, now that they have Roman back. Roman is the catalyst. Roman is the reason. Does he want money? No. Does he want the championship? No. He just Does wants he want friendship. Roman? Yes. Yeah, parang That's the power of friendship, bro. No, 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 no. That's the power of friendship. It makes you re-sign a contract. No, no, no. Uh, no, the fact... I think he was really going to re-sign the contract. I mean, his wife is still with the company. Oh, my. No, I think that they announced the, the, the not re-signing thing just to give them an excuse to... To have Dean do whatever he wants, or to make Dean do whatever they want him to do. To make Dean job? Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Parang to, okay, we have nothing for you. So let's say that you're leaving. And let's, let's say that you. you're leaving. Let's work these angles. And oh wait, Roman's back. Let's put the shield back together. Here's something not a lot of people are talking about. What are they gonna do with Roman and Dean Comania? Because if parang wala story heading to me, you can't put the shield in a six-man match. You can't have them both manage Seth. You know what? Against Brock. Well, they I would rather them. that they manage Seth against Brock. Di parang ginawa mong three on one you mean event. No, you put 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 the, put the two of them in the armbar at the start of the show, and then they come out with with Seth at the end, and then they they do the hand pose. Are you really gonna relegate Roman to the armbar though? Hey, what are you gonna? That build? man just beat Leukemia. Yeah, oh, that man just beat Leukemia, and who's who's gonna? Put validation back to the armbar. Roman Reigns. Does it really need validation, though? I think it's if you, accept, if you want, like, if you want to give the conclusion it, that the armbar is, uh, is, is a, is a showcase. Yeah, it's a throwaway. It's showcase. a throwaway showcase because Mojo Rawley is currently doing charity. I events. know. I'll, I'll still throw my money into Roman Cena. I see. I still think that's a plan. No, but both men are our truth, Cena man. After SmackDown, our <laughs> truth, Cena. <laughs> That's where Who it's the fuck is going to be heal there? Our truth again? Oh, uh, I mean, we got it at Capital Punishment. Yeah, but our truth was already like a heal. We haven't healed a lot recently. I but mean, I, like our truth right now is the best our truth you can get oh, at my. this stage of his career. Like, I'm happy with the our truth we got. I'm happy with that quick U.S. title run. I, I'm not sure if this is an. I'm un- happy with him dropping it to Joe. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if unpopular opinion, but I'm fine with how short his reign was. If yeah, only no, it meant fine. that he was a transitional champion to get the Joe. Sure. Yeah, I'm happy. Definitely yes. Yeah, thank you, our truth. Thank you for your service. No, he at his age, he's still putting in that work. What's he pushing fifty? Nita man's like forty six, forty seven. Pushing fifty. Pushing fifty. Yeah. Oh, fine. Uh, he he's a lot though. He's he's a legit grandfather because no, but he doesn't look like you know that that don't crack. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was trying to find something else. Apart from that. No, but it does not. It really <laughs> does, does not. It does not. He still looks the same as he did when he was in Chal- TNA. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And he made this TNA. What? Ron Killings. Ron Killings. Ron the Truth Killings. killings. Yeah. So he was Kate Quicksad WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. the first run. The first run. All right. Ron the Truth Killings. Our Truth. Yeah, R Truth not retiring anytime soon. Unlike Juice and Thunder Liger, who announced oh, uh, today. Christ. We're recording on a Thursday. He announced a few hours ago that he is going on a retirement tour. And that he plans to retire by Wrestle Kingdom 14. Oh, so this this hurts me as a longtime fan of Liger, and you know I don't know how you guys like your fandoms align with Liger, but mine. I goes, admire. I appreciate Liger. Like, yeah, I can appreciate him. I remember the first time I watched. I appreciate the Takeover match. Well, the Takeover match was great, but then I remember seeing him for the first time in WCW. Oh, okay. 
like when I was one of those summers in San Francisco and then you're flipping through and then you see TNT you're on TNT and it's like oh, what the fuck is WCW and you see Liger and it's like wow because WCW run Liger that taste of him in WCW before like I came into full NJPW fandom was great and you see his contributions to the industry as a whole you cannot deny that the man is should be should be one of those one of those um, in the candidate just misses the cutoff for Mount Rushmore for Jap- Japanese wrestling really? just misses the cutoff? Oh, so bagay, Some, right, yeah. I was like, I was like, given the pantheon. So no, no, it's, it's say junior. Jun- junior okay. No, if if you're if you're talking about this strictly juniors Mount Rushmore, he is number one candidate, full stop. But Japanese wrestling has way too many heavyweights sure. to deal with. Okay. In the in the legacy of Japanese wrestling, but in terms of juniors, he is a number one, full stop. And to see him go what five decades in the industry, almost. Five decades, really? He, by the time he retires, he would have gotten five decades. Shit! Like what he would it? have hit. He would have hit five decades of wrestling. When did he start? That's that's what I read. Like before we went on air, apparently that's that's the approximation. Almost. Is he decades. that old though? He is that old, man. He could have. He wrestled. No, wrestling in five decades, not not five decades of wrestling. Wrestling. Huh? In that's the same thing. Five decades of life, you mean? He's only 54, Kamos. Like, you implied that he was wrestling since he <laughs> was four. four years old. Yeah. I mean, he could have been wrestling at the age of four, but not, like, but, wrestling, you know, working. Okay. Re- 40, like, a 40-year career, almost. Mm. You know, man. Uh, 30, 30 plus lang. He Still. debuted in 84. Still. He's, he's been around longer than we've been around on this earth. He's been wrestling longer than we've been around on this earth. And the man is just a godsend to Japanese wrestling. Oh, yeah. Like, I can wax poetic about about Liger for a while. I know that when we get closer to the retirement match, and depending who it's against, and Hiromu has already thrown his hat in, injured Hiromu Takahashi has thrown his hat in, and it should be, if he's the guy to retire Liger, I wouldn't be object to that, but it's it's gonna be hard it's gonna be hard to see that match how lucky is Tyler Breeze now of all the WWE guys of all the NXT guys he was a guy who got to face Jushin Thunder Liger in WWE that's that's career that's like that's like how some people have that one match and then that's on your Wikipedia page this is his one Wikipedia page article referring to Tyler Breeze Tyler Breeze yeah, yeah. <laughs> cause like you know um, and sorry I go back to Quackenbush because Quackenbush did say a lot of people only know him because he's on the Wikipedia list of Cesaro. Uh. And so many people are like, oh, you're that guy who had Claudio's best match in Chikara. Mm-hmm. Why, why, it's like, what else have you done for the industry? Well, shit lot. That's the same thing with Liger for some of us who only have seen him in WWE. When you watch that retrospective, that they, the, the hype video, the hype yeah. video for that match at TakeOver Brooklyn 1. Mm-hmm. Now you see you see Finn Balor talking about him and how he had great matches with him. You see, um, I forget who else who else had that who else was in the type video. All of the guys that ran through NJPW basically wax poetic about Liger. It's a beautiful thing because his career spans decades and decades of not just you know not just being a guy but being the best, the, the benchmark for a junior. Yeah. 
na parang every every junior that has come out of NJPW and I'm talking Kushida I'm talking Finn Balor um, who else that that is in the WWE system now mm. Anderson's had matches against him there's yeah. so many there's so many guys that just got their feet wet now if you're Daniel Bryan mm. Daniel Bryan jeez how do I forget Daniel Bryan Joe um, AJ Styles they've all of these guys have had great matches good if not great matches against Liger and if you've never seen Liger's work do yourself a favor it's all over YouTube anyway I wonder if Juice uh, Thunder Liger gets inducted side WWE Hall of Fame yes yes does he? I would say because there are a lot of there are a lot of guys that get in you know they, they're not announced mm. but they get in anyway what? Like there's there's a whole uh, for like the technical wrestling side like um, I forget I forget who exactly but there are a lot of NJPW names that end up that end up in the Hall of Fame at the ceremony and then they get the award and their their names are listed. But you see, officially inducted on stage. Is that yeah. what you're saying? There's there's a there's a wing for that. All right. There's a wing for that. A wink. But I think Liger head is not a headliner, but he would be one of those guys that's like because of his WCW work alone yeah he'd get into the WWE Hall of Fame he's had one match at TakeOver sure when I mean the legacy you know? the legacy the, no, I, no he's not no no he could qualify for no it doesn't have to be in, under the legacy wing he does that's why I'm making the if argument Fujinami because could uh, Fujinami no. there that's one of the guys who never wrestled in WWE but he did. he's there for sure he was there. a no he was a WWF light heavyweight champion ooh forget that but yeah, then again, they did induct he and then Carlos Colon. I don't think he wrestled for WWE. I, they, no, no, no. There. For sure, I for sure. Yeah. There's, there's, there's like that, the, the, the contributions only, to the industry award. Type. The only connections Carlos Colon has is his kids. His descendants. Yeah, yeah, his sons. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so. But Liger, Liger gets in on his own merits for WCW alone. Oh. And maybe that one match in NXT. Okay, uh, I, I can live with that. If, if uh, years down the road they say, nah, Jushin Thunder Liger is part of the class of 2021 or 2022 or 2020, you know, uh, sure, go right ahead. Um, what some people on the internet can't live with, though, is the announcement of Tori Wilson as part of the class of 2019 in the WWE oh. Hall of Fame. And this is not, this is, this is a very weak take. Why? On, on the like, internet's sorry, on sorry, the no, internet's no, part. Ahead, on the internet's part. It's a very weak take. No, before you shoot it down, let's establish it first. Uh-huh. So, okay, what is it? So what I've been reading from uh, from some friends and from other Twitter accounts on uh, obviously online is um, and, and like half of wrestling Reddit. <laughs> yeah. So you, you induct Tori Wilson in when she's the embodiment of the of the type of women's wrestling that the likes of Sasha and Bailey and Becky have been trying to end and eradicate. In inducting her, you just legitimize that era. That was a joke and was a mockery of women and women's wrestling. That's one. Two, they say, na, uh, so you induct her because she was willing to get naked and kiss a girl on screen. Yep. But you didn't induct <laughs> someone like Stacey Keebler who achieved more mainstream recognition. Uh, well, that's debatable. That's debatable. Three, you go through her accolades. Because normally, uh, you would go through the kayfabe accolades, right? Like, oh, Honky Tonk Man, longest intercontinental champion ever, right? You look at Tori Wilson's Wikipedia page. Literally, her only accomplishments under WWE are Golden Thong Award, 2002. <laughs> and if you don't remember what the Golden Thong Award was, it's from this little fashion show thing that they did, where the divas at the time would come out. They would uh, sila in their lingerie, and they would be wearing their bathrobes. They would strip into their bikinis, and they would do these little segments with uh, with Coach and Jerry the King Lawler. Right. 
So she King, won King that. Judging a bikini contest, though. I forget that. <laughs> yeah, that was peak. Uh, peak puppies. Peak, peak puppies era. Peak puppies. So Tori Wilson's basically the embodiment of this era. Can I would we, argue can she can was we, the face of it, this era. Can we call it the puppies era? <laughs> the puppies era. Now, as to that argument, uh, first of all, it's a fake Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's one. Let's be real. Uh, second of all, uh, as to the argument that it is legitimizing that era, I think that it's more of a consolation for having put her through that. Yeah. How many years of service did she have? Uh, she was in WWE from like 01 until 07 full time. And she would like, have sporadic, sporadic appearances, appearances. Like, 08, 09. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, I can't imagine her wanting to have done something better with her wrestling career. So Given I, the opportunities yeah. that were mm. out there for And them. we all know for a fact that it was the higher management who wanted to keep women's wrestling at that time uh, the way it was, the way we know it to be. Diba? The so, dark times. Yeah, the dark times, the puppies era. So to me, it's more of thank you for going through all of that and being an iconic name in the Divas division back I mean, a then. Rec- yeah, a recognizable name that mm. casuals would know. Yeah. So that's just uh, that's just her getting her due. I guess to be fair, on the other side of the argument, you can also argue that the reason why she does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame is because she was, as I said earlier, the face of an entire era. Yeah. When you think about WWE divas from the early two thousands, uh, Tori Wilson's probably the first, or if not one of the first names you'll think of when you say divas. Mm-hmm. You may think of Trish, you may think of Lita, Stacy. Who's next? Tori. Mm-hmm. Tori was on. The, the covers of Playboy, Maxim, FHM, different video games. She represented WWE in so many commercials. She was in, yeah, the she was in that Brock commercial. Yes, uh, for that Here Comes the Pain. Hilarious for Here Comes the Pain. I love that commercial. Guys, find, if, you, if, if you've never seen it, do yourself a favor. YouTube the Here Comes the Pain <laughs> I remember that. commercial where Tori Wilson's coming in at the end. And it's like, Brian Panty's match with Brock? Yeah. And that was a possibility back then. Yeah, uh, that commercial also had Chris Benoit in it. Ah. Uh, but oh, yeah, yeah. Um, which, is, which is not even mentioning the fact that Tori Wilson is very instrumental in the growth of so many men all over the world. Mm. <laughs> That's true. I was like, yeah. 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 So, we included. Yeah, us included. I mean, um, then, if you're gonna, I know, if you're gonna, or if you're gonna whine about the other names not getting in, they, they will all get in eventually. Like, Gail Kim was eventually going to get in, despite her relationship Chip with DNA. No, no, no. Despite her rocky relationship. Her rocky relationship with, with yeah. Um, Sinapa. Someone like Melina. I don't think Melina's getting in. Oh. I don't think Melina's getting in. No, if, if they eventually will, like, in the end. In the end. Because, no, if, 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 guy, if women like Alundra Blaze get in. After... And Alundra Blaze was. Had a terrible relationship with the Divinity. I don't want to use China as an example. Oh, China no, is, because China... See, China uh, say, is a different case in the sense that uh, it was never repaired and then she died. Yeah, she but died. she's always had that advocate in Triple H who was in the system. Yeah. I don't think Alundra Blaze had that advocate. Not just, I don't not, think not so. just Triple H. Triple H and Mick Foley as big proponents of China. You know, of China. Yeah. But Mick Foley doesn't have the pull that Triple H obviously would. Oh, right? yeah. So, uh, so there. Um, any other thoughts on Tori in the Hall of Fame? All your favorites will get in eventually on, into mean, the fake. Hall I'm, of I'm fame. just waiting for Christian to get inducted. Man. Oh yeah, I'm Like I, I told myself that I will not go to the Hall of Fame 
this year unless Christian gets inducted. So the <laughs> and reason what why if he does? What if he does? I'm yeah, buying a ticket, dude. He's, he's, he's buying from the scalpers. Yeah, you know, I'm just waiting for Christian to get announced. That's you're, it. That's all I want. Time pa. May time pa naman. Hold the apple. Okay, so Hall of Fame right now is pretty solid. No, it's just three names, right? Yeah, it's, it's DX, the Honky Tonk Man, and Tori. That's it. So yeah, far. And that's, and that's a solid. No, but that's a, that's already a solid base. Do you think Chris, this is the year Christian goes in with God, these I guys? So. I don't think so, though. I, I don't think so. so. I don't think so. Yeah. He, he's probably before 2020. If he's not in by 2020, then you riot. <laughs> Until then, he is WWE legend and soon to be Hall of Famer Christian. Uh huh. That's Stan will see at WrestleCon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, one last thing to talk about before we call it an episode, and that is the sad news that NXT champion Tommaso Ciampa has to be taken out for neck surgery and he will be out for, quote, a long, long time. Six to 14 months is the timeline. And the fusion surgery? Um, there's yeah. there's something, it, it's like, uh, I remember hearing the technical term kanina. What, stenosis? I hope not. Yes. Oh, it's no. very similar to, to edges. spinal to stenosis. Edges. Holy it's shit. very similar to edges diagnosis, but, but it, is not, it is not as... It is not as grave. Yeah. Similar, but not. So um, more like Seamus's. More yeah. like Seamus's than than uh, edges, okay. but same thing. It's in the neck. It's the um, what's this called? It's those vertebrae that are compromised, which is it's not. You take another bump, you're dead. It's mm-hmm. just full stop right now. You're not doing takeover. You need you're to not heal. doing. You're not doing. Yeah, he's out for Dusty Classic. He's out for takeover, uh, takeover in New York. New York. We're never gonna get the conclusion to the Johnny versus. Well, Buti, well I'll tell you this: Buti na lang, uh, uh, they got them on a ten-day contracts yep. on, on the main show. On the main show, I say it's at least the slightly positive upside to the whole thing because they don't have a fully committed storyline going on yet. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, Gargano and Champ are a clear case study on long-term storytelling. Uh, oh yeah, on the risks and the benefits of long-term storytelling. Uh, when on both one hand, men get injured. <laughs> on one hand, if Tommaso Champa comes back close to hundred percent, they can pick up right where they left off and continue the story. They can easily have a WrestleMania match by twenty twenty. If if Johnny is also healthy, <laughs> yes. If Johnny is also healthy, which I think, and then you can say yeah. that you, wow, you can't tell this. anymore. You can't tell anymore. Also, but then yeah, looking at it optimistically, you can say, wow, look at this magical five year story. In in this era, where else have we seen a five year story? In JPW, uh, in WWE. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, uh, Sammy KO. Uh, that's 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 that, that's the benchmark. That's the benchmark, and it's very similar the parallels between the two. That both get hurt, both get hurt not at the same time, but at, for stretches at the time where they can never get um, definitive definitive conclusion with both men at one hundred percent in the spotlight. But on the other hand, for the people who say, nah, no, you know, uh, screw long-term storytelling. We book the best possible thing now and challenge ourselves in the future. Parang, nah, the, the Champa injury gives them fuel, gives them ammo. Because sayang, eh, they'll argue that, sayang, while they're healthy, let's book them in the money match right now. Screw long-term storytelling. That's what they said about they Ronda. <laughs> That's what they said about Ronda, fam. Well, look at where we are now. So I'm, I'm on the fence here. I really don't know. Um, no, you just hope for the best. Yeah. No, the the right now, right now they tried to book that bunny match. They literally tried, and no, no, no. here's the timing. Thing. 
No, no, yeah, Carlos is right. Uh, if you book the money match now and then you do a poor job executing it because it was rushed, you still lose. You, yeah. But whereas, this wasn't rushed. Whereas, if you book the long-term game and something wrong happens, you were winning. And uh, you only got derailed by circumstances out of your control. So, while you were still winning, it's more the level than if you were to rush it. That, obviously, it's a better net positive than if, if you were to uh, book the money match now just because they're healthy. But then again, when you look back on history, you never got that moment. Because you were waiting for the long game. You were mm-hmm. waiting for that, uh, that moment which never came as opposed to booking the money match now. At least, when you look back on history, you can say Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens had their match yeah. at Battleground or whatever it was. Which is good. Yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say the takeover matches were better, but this you know if they're because they're gonna revisit this. Of course, they of course, have they have to revisit it depends this. on how you look at life, really. I mean, like, <laughs> well, no, we're going there. No, see, really, you see, if if you uh, if if you would rather that the that the cards fall where they may, then you book long term. If you are low on EQ and you really wanna you want things to happen right away, then go book it right away. Then see what happens. Also, you just better make sure that your shot is, fu- is true. Right? I didn't expect to go there, but yeah. So, uh, Tommaso Ciampa is going to be out for a very long time. He's expected to um, abdicate the championship at the, next, the next set, set of, of yeah, NXT TV tapings. Which Obviously, the Gargano Ciampa match yeah. is over. It's yeah. not going to happen. Which and would also be like, that, that screws with all of the um, Dusty Classic booking. Um, not necessarily because if you've checked the spoilers it's not like Gargano and Ciampa advance anyway <gasps> well you kind of spoil it anyway by saying there was a title match oh well, that is true yeah so it's not like they're gonna go uh, any uh, you know um, uh, to, to some long distance through the tournament naman, so it's not a dusty classic it's more of where does this leave Johnny Wrestling and where, where does this leave the title yeah who where does this leave for the Goldie title? damn yeah, it yeah so there, those are the questions. Those are the questions that uh, we'll look to answer. I Actually, guess. no. Uh, can I just say regarding Goldie, uh, it kind of couldn't have come at a better time. Sorry, I mean like it's unfortunate. Yes, that yes. Chapa is injured, but at, uh, if he were not, you were gonna have to try to solve the problem of how to deal with uh, the NXT six getting booked on SmackDown and Raw TV, while yeah. still being champion. And then your other challenger is what? Johnny Gargano. With Ciampa being sidelined and forced to abdicate the championship, you are now opening up to a whole bunch of NXT upper mid-carders. You know, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, uh, Adam Rich. Cole, uh, whoever else have you, Velveteen Dream, Jack. No, but Velveteen Dream already has. Yeah, you know, Vel- I'm, saying, I'm saying you... You finally Ooh, double champion dream. No, you, finally, mm-hmm. oh, you finally open up the championship to these guys without having to think about... <coughs> sorry. How you were gonna take it off of Champa? Mm. That that's fair because I think the only the only WWE way that they would solve this was through a tournament. Yeah, but how many ongoing tournaments do we have right oh, now? I like tournaments. Tournaments make for uh, matches that make sense even on your normal episodes. But but okay, let's run it down. Two hundred five has got an ongoing tournament. Dusty Classic is about to go. Um, there they're was... all for different prizes. No, different prizes, yeah. But there's there so could be an oversaturation think... of Wait, tournaments. Has this been addressed on TakeOver? Obviously, because it's, it's a new it's, development. It's a, it's a 
in less than 48 hour development. Okay, so how so, do you think they're gonna address this on TakeOver? My thing is I think there's gonna be a uh, multi-man champ- match for the championship for the vacant championship at TakeOver New York. Yeah, feeling like multi-man din. And, or if not um, I, I'll even go so far as to say that it's a multi-man elimination match. Yeah, so there's a lot talents in NXT at the moment. Yeah, you can probably book it the way you the can... Universal Championship match was in 2016 sure. where Finn advocated. Oh, yeah, 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 I was gonna actually say, you know what? For shits and giggles, they could book an NXT Elimination Chamber match at this point. Uh, no. They, no, they really... Like, they, they could. Could, 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 they could. So they could. But, but why? Why not? Why not? <laughs> when, okay, it's an NXT first. Like, so, <laughs> uh, they got ladder matches already. They got... Cage matches. I, I actually they got war would, games. They no, got fucking actually, war games. You know what? I would fucking take a ladder match. But yeah, I would take a ladder match. I would take a ladder match. I would take a ladder match for the championship right now, and then let's let's put out the field of six. A field of six. I would put Dream Gargano, in. Gargano, Gargano, Gargano's in already. Yeah, Gargano's in. Dream is in for me. Dream is in for you. But I'd put in Adam. Adam Cole. Cole. Yeah. I would actually say Roddy. Roddy in that match would make sense. Yeah, because he's also venturing out on his own. On his own. And I would say, if you could build the tension between Roddy and Adam Cole, that would be cool. And then, who else do you have? I'd bring in someone from the UK. Keith Lee. Okay, wait. Let's put Keith Lee down. Because Keith Lee... Okay, between... Let's switch switch around Adam Cole and Roddy. Mm. One or the other. So, Dream... Okay, wait. Johnny, Dream. One of the... One of the undisputed. Keith Lee... Dijak. Yeah, and, and I'd one probably more. bring in someone from the UK because I know makes it from from the US. I mean, everyone else is either in a Devlin. tag team. Devlin. Devlin would make fun. Uh, would make for fun in a ladder match because probably not my had... top pick. Probably not uh, the first NXT UK superstar who comes to mind. But sure. Yeah, because Gibson's got stuff to do. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, he's still one of a the champion, coffees. But... Yeah, and then the coffees are doing stuff also. But I would I would put Devlin in considering his recent work. Yeah, uh, it should be interesting for the NXT Championship scene moving forward. Again, we'll only find out the man once the next set of tapings tapings happen, and that's going to be next week. So let's keep our eyes peeled for this one. Eyes up, boys! In the meantime, you've got a couple of announcements since you've made it this far into the podcast. First up, you've got uh, Path of Gold happening on March 17. That is one week from this Sunday, 2 p.m. at the Power Max Center Spotlight. You can get your tickets wherever else you get your PWR tickets, ticketme.net, uh, the usual shops like Kramer Toy Warden. And if you know anyone from PWR, you can send us a message on uh, social media and we'll get you the discounted tickets until March 16th. I realized we didn't talk about like the other guests that we have coming in. We talked about the Japanese guests, but we have got one more guy coming in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you can also catch Dynamite Soul, Eric Walker, who will be making his PWR debut against Chris Panzer. So that's, 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 a, that's a doozy. That's going to be a money match as well. And yeah, uh, like we mentioned at the top of the show, our two Japanese guests, Emi Sakura and um, Masa Takanashi. Um, you've also got the WrestleMania 35 viewing party happening at Skinny Mike's. Official. Yeah, it's official. It's, been... it's Facebook official. Yeah. Officially official. It's Facebook official. So tickets are at 320 pesos and we are co-presenting this alongside PWR. So please do come over. We'll be open as early as 5 a.m. I think last year, 4.30, pang may dumarating na Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're going to be there, be there at uh, 6 That's, o'clock. Yeah, because we, we filled up by 7. Yeah, no, no by 6. No, no, both by 7. Yeah. Yeah, both, a lot of people send us messages seven. on the Smart Henry page and ask, can you reserve the table? No, yes, sir. No, because 
Skinny Mike's has a first come first serve policy. Yes, so and it's that not applies to all of their events. Yes, unless you and even though we've bought the place out and yeah, you know, yeah, even in you know, theory NFL, we could. NBA, yeah. yeah, in theory we could. We Guys, agahan na lang natin. Yeah, agahan na lang natin because uh, you know you never know who else might show up. Yeah, uh, you know uh, things happen on the pre-show. You already know that. Yes. yes. So please do come early, and again, it's 320 pesos inclusive of one free drink. And if you want to keep supporting the podcast, there are so many ways for you to do that. First is you hit subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and leave a comment. Next is you use the power of social media, share the fact that there is a Filipino wrestling podcast by Pinoy wrestling fans. And third, uh, just you know, tell your friends. Uh, tell your friends in, in, in real time that uh, this podcast exists. Now, before we end this week's episode, we have to give you our picks of the week. Oh, there's like one more show that we were going to plug. What? The one on Saturday. What's happening on Saturday? Is this the Gus Global? Gus Bash? Global next next Saturday. Oh, next. Wait, next is it next next? next, next. No, is it the day before POG? Oh, did you not see, sir? It is one week from Saturday. I actually thought that it was this week already. Yeah, it's it's March 16. It's the Gus Global Bash, I think, and it features PWR talent in Chino Ginto and AB3, Ooh. among other names. Oh, and and PWR one-time appearance Blackzilla. Yes, he's on the poster. As he well. he is on the poster. So he's back, my he God! Back. Sorry, it's just the sight of Blackzilla. Yeah, and we'll probably be hearing that catchy Gus Global theme once again. On loop. <laughs> on loop. Yeah, yeah. There's All right, that. let's get to our picks of the week. I'll start. Uh, my pick is the Fatal Four Way match for the U.S. title on SmackDown. So good. Really, really great match. Uh, the fans who were there in attendance were really lucky to see uh, Ray, Andrade, Samojo, and our Truth all together. Even if our Truth. Took, oh. Selena Vega, took the Selena Vega bump. Okay lang yun. Uh, I, I appreciate Zelina's presence in there. I appreciated, I, I appreciated Carmela's presence in there. So it, it was a great match. Mine is from 205 this week. And I just have to say, I watch, I've seen Oni Larkin a lot. And I've been a big fan of his since PWG days as Biff Music. But seeing him go up against Humberto, oh man, it was so satisfying on this week's 205 Live. It's not the perfect match. It's not the perfect match, but if you want to see what both of these guys can do as singles guys, check out this match. It's great stuff. All right, all right, all right. My pick is from last week's episode of NXT UK. Ooh. Tyler Bate Ooh. versus Jack Gallagher. Ooh. All right, this is the most this is the most ironic thing about this match. Uh, in all of the months that NXT UK has been on the network, it is the very first British wrestling match on the British wrestling show. Yes. Like, it is a pinaka British wrestling match ever. So it what does this mean to someone who's not familiar? If you're uh, not it, familiar with British wrestling, Papucha. It, 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 is a, it is a traditional catch-as-catch-can style, technical style. Uh, World of it, sports style. Uh, otherwise, it's, it, it leans more on uh, American indie style, uh, Japanese style, Yomano, only with British people. So, but yeah. it's like if you ever wanted to see what British wrestling looks like, really looks like, really the way some swindlers will tell you it, as it's it supposed is. to be. Yeah, <laughs> watch what, this that's, match. That's what it is. The so match ends with a uh, with an insane rolling, yes. rolling spot. Ooh, my God! And that, and when I saw that, I thought this is the most British wrestling thing ever in WWE in yeah. 2019. No, in NXT UK, in on the show that claims to be British wrestling. Alright. There you go. That's gonna put episode 258 in the books. Thank you so much for listening to the SGP podcast. We're gonna catch you again next week and we hope to have a good episode that gets you riled up for Path of Gold on the 17th. Yeah.
Right, so on behalf of Romaran and Raf Camus, my name is Stan C, and we are out of here. Peace. Hey, this is for all my kiss feeling, wheel and dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, dripping, son of a guns. Woo!